Health is improving because he's going to have to launch a tour very shortly. He just lost a lot of money on an investment. I mean, it's probably chump change to Justin Bieber, but he bought a a non-fungible token, um, which looks like a board ape. It's called board ape is the title of the artwork. And the value of it has plummeted by 97%. Terrible investment. He paid 1.3 million for this non-fungible token of a bored ape last year. And it's now worth around $50,000 if he's lucky. Here to talk about that and other uh, stories and headlines in the tech industry, Carmi Levy, our tech expert, journalist, and friend of the Kelly Cotrera Show. Carmi, um, non-fungible tokens, perhaps we have to walk down memory lane on exactly what these are before we talk about how much they've crashed in value. Yeah, basically what it means, an NFT or non-fungible token, it's it's like it's a digital asset that is unique. So uh, it can be... Uh, in you know, English, please. Fun- <laughs> it is. It, it could be a file, could be a piece of art, could be a document, could be like, for example, the first tweet that was ever shared on the Twitter platform was sold as an nft uh and it's it's a way of creating digital art so you know if i if i go to a website and i just grab the image from it that's not an nft because anyone can copy it but if it's digitally signed and absolutely unique then i can hold it up and say hey this is like the digital equivalent of a framed piece of art an original that nobody can copy which of course means that i can buy it and sell it for a huge amount of money that okay does it also mean that you have copyright on it now and you can use it for other uh things no, I mean if it well, if, if I bought it, if I buy a piece of art, yeah, uh, and I and I hang it on my wall, then yeah, I mean I can do whatever I want with it. But the thing is, the world has to believe that it's worth something. So if I buy the Mona Lisa and I put it on my wall, the world recognizes that. Oh my God, there's only one of these, and and it's got a huge value to it. You can't really say the same thing when you put that into digital form, you know. The, and and what's been happening is NFTs. A couple of years ago, there was a huge hype on them. Everybody was jumping into them, and everyone's social media feed was filled with it. And you saw stars like Justin Bieber, Madonna, uh, Jay Z jumping on the bandwagon. Well, and they buying- were also creating. NFTs, of, weren't they? Of course, of course they were because they they felt that it was another p- potential revenue stream that, hey, if mm. I can sell my stuff through an NFT, then I can generate a lot of a lot of brand awareness for myself and a lot of revenue. But that's not exactly how it's been playing out. There's a survey from from a, a it's it's a crypto site it's called Dap Gamble, and they said they examined over 70,000 NFT collections and the vast majority of them, uh, about 95 percent of them are now worth nothing. So, you know, from super valuable at one point to worth almost nothing now, uh, Jack Dorsey's tweet, which sold for just under $3 million at first, uh, subsequently sold for $10,000, a 99% drop in value. So uh, the market has crashed. Uh, All of that hype turns out it was just hype that there is no the world doesn't think that it's really worth spending a huge amount of money on something that is not tangible and that's where nfts are today i think you could have seen this coming a mile away uh the hype cycle got a little bit overheated uh Mm -hmm. and now unfortunately there are a lot of people left holding a very worthless bag and uh how many of these non-fungible tokens would have been bought but with bitcoin (laughs) 
probably a lot of them because of course nft is very closely linked to uh cryptocurrency and a lot of the speculation it felt when nfts were super hot it felt like uh, almost like an extension of the hype around cryptocurrency and all you need to do is look at your feed uh, on social media to see how many uh, cryptocurrency investors are reaching out to try to get you to invest with them but the the truth of the matter is and i said it then and i'll say it now uh invent you know there's probably a a use case for cryptocurrencies just like there will be a use case for nfts but when it's pursued as a strict investment platform Mm -hmm. or investment option it is incredibly speculative incredibly risky and now we are seeing the cost of that justin bieber can afford to lose a few hundred thousand dollars here and there but the average individual who's put their life savings into it i really do feel sorry for them at this point do you feel sorry for them I, i i just figure this if i if i can't wrap my head around it when experts are trying to explain what it is then it's not worth investing in because it's way mm-hmm. too complicated and and it's just not a good to me it's not a solid investment absolutely um and and you know knowledge is power and unfortunately a lot of people went into this uh and they kind of they left their knowledge off to the side they decided that they were just going to get caught up in it if it's good enough for jay-z then it's good enough for me mm-hmm. um and and yet again you know they're they're they they the I think part of the problem here was that it was also sold as well. It's it, it's based on cryptocurrency. It's next generation. It's the right. future. It's such right. advanced the technology. Old people don't get it. That's right. And mm-hmm. you know what? We have heard this so many times before. And yeah, like you know, if if I had invested in Apple on day one, of course I'd be you know sitting on a beach somewhere at this point. But how many you know Apple is just one example of a company that went big. How many other? Uh, technology-related investments simply fizzled because they never they never sure. reached their true their true potential. NFTs are just another example, just another piece of flotsam and jetsam and wreckage off to the side of the road. And unfortunately, a lot of people got got conned along the way. All right, let's turn our attention to um, a lawsuit that is being proposed in the states. It is uh, against OpenAI. It's a class action lawsuit. The Authors Guild, a U.S. trade group for writers, is the one that's launching this lawsuit against the maker of ChatGPT. And they did this um, on behalf of 17 big-name plaintiffs, uh, including George R. R. Martin, the guy that wrote uh, Game of Thrones, Jody Pickolt, Michael Connolly, Jonathan Frazen, they're accusing the company of illegally pirating hundreds of books online and using them to train its AI without consent or compensation. Do you think they have a case here? I think they do. I think they're highlighting a huge gap in copyright law that artificial intelligence, the way large language models are trained, they go out onto the internet and they hoover up huge amounts of information, including uh, books. And and then they use that to, you know, then I can go to ChatGPT. And in one case, George R. R. Martin actually went uh, to ChatGPT and 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 asked it to produce something and it essentially extended a series that he had been working on and so you know when we're seeing this huge number some of the authors who are participating in this in in this lawsuit they're saying that they're seeing uh books on Amazon under their name that were created by they don't even know who um claiming to be them and so wow. it's terror it's terrifying here because the technology is able to write in the voice of someone I can ask it to write in my voice based on work that I've published uh, and then it 
if, if I can do it, anyone else can. And there's no legal protection at this point. There's no law that deals specifically with how AI is trained and how generative AI then creates content based on intellectual property that was created before that I own, which is terrifying. Um, OpenAI says it'll work with the community, but uh, the horse is already out of the barn here. They've, they've already allowed using this technology, mm -hmm. anyone to essentially create something new without the permission of the original copyright owner. So uh, this is going to be tried. We're seeing a number of cases going up, but this is the probably the highest profile one that we've seen so far with the biggest names. We will see more in the months to come. And the legal community and governments need to figure this out because there's huge exposure for anyone who's ever published anything. It's way too easy for AI to essentially steal that intellectual property from them. Right. Well, Carmi, I want to thank you for walking us through both of these stories. I appreciate your time and you have yourself a great weekend. I absolutely will. You as well, Kelly. Thanks so Cheers. much. Carmi Levy, tech expert and journalist um, and friend of the Kelly Cotrera Show.